Day two at the 2023 NFL Draft appears to be in the books for the Green Bay Packers. They made three selections after trading down twice after making their first pick of the day in the draft. Uh, We'll start with the 42nd pick. Had a feeling they would go tight end. This is one that I liked very much uh, in terms of the options. Obviously, Darnell Washington was a player that I always wanted. However, something going on there because he's got the uh, speculation about the knee issue and he hasn't even been picked yet uh, while I'm recording this. So who knows what's going to happen, but the Packers are set to be very busy tomorrow. Uh, but they did make three picks today. Luke Musgrave, the tight end out of Oregon State, in the with the 42nd pick, they got that pick from the New York Jets in the Aaron Rodgers trade. Uh, Musgrave, athletically speaking, fits the profile very well for the Packers. Uh, I think he does a lot of the things that the Packers want from a tight end. Um, and I think that's a big part of this in terms of what they want from their tight end. I think Musgrave does a lot of those things. And uh, that was the guy that I wanted at that spot other than Washington. I wanted Washington. Musgrave would have been the nice, okay, I'll take him as well because Laporta was off the board. Mayer was off the board. Um, so I think Musgrave's a really good pick. Getting more weapons, more options for Jordan Love. I think tight end is a is a young quarterback's best friend in this league. I think we've seen many examples of that. Uh, throughout the history of the NFL. And the fact the Packers got two of them on day two, I think is terrific. Uh, with the 50th pick, since the Packers traded down twice, added a couple picks in the process of that. Uh, th- this one from Tampa, they traded back once, then traded back with Tampa as well. Um, yeah, Jaden Reed, the wide receiver out of Michigan State, not one of the top three or four receivers that I would have wanted, I would say at that spot, but reading more about him, speed, confidence, playmaking ability, had good numbers at Michigan State. Uh, I think this will be a good fit on the inside, and if the Packers can use him properly and develop him properly, I think he's a great complement to what they already have with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs. I still think the Packers will add another receiver in this draft and possibly a veteran wide receiver before the season begins. Um, but you never know. Uh, but they definitely made a statement in terms of they want to get help around Jordan Love on day two. They did the same thing last season with Christian Watson on day two for Aaron Rodgers. So I like that. I like that pick as well in terms of the uh, the way that they can use him. I did want Jalen Hyatt, but you never know how the like the way that the media or the fans view these players. <clears throat> teams always view them differently, and obviously the teams have done more work than anybody has on these players. And uh, if the Packers see Jaden Reed's the guy they can develop, why not? I'm all for it. He's got the tools, the production, the confidence, the swag. Why not? I think I think that's fine. And then I think this pick was the best value that they've had thus far. And that was Tucker Craft at 78, the tight end out of South Dakota State. Really good. The fifth best relative athletic scorer in this historically great tight end group. Uh, and by the way, just to give you a number here, Uh, Luke Musgrave was third in that category uh, in RAS in Titans. The only ones ahead of him, uh, Darnell Washington was fourth. uh, Or no, Darnell Washington was second, I believe. Luke Kuntz out of Old Dominion was first. Um, And the relative athletic score from Kent Lee Lee Platt is a terrific metric. Um, The Packers don't use it, uh, the RAS, to my knowledge or to the public's knowledge. Uh, But 
I think that they have their own system that's probably set up in a very similar way. Um, and they love the athletes. And that's why the, the Reed pick kind of surprised me because athletically he doesn't really fit their profile. His RAS was not great, but there's some other tools there. And I think Matt LaFleur will have fun with him as a prospect. So, yeah, Zach Kuntz is number one. Sorry, Musgrave was number two. Luke Musgrave, the number two RAS squared at 10, 9.95 in this draft. And Tucker Kraft was fifth uh, behind Kuntz, Musgrave, Darnell Washington, and Luke Schoonmaker. Schoonmaker. Uh, out of Michigan. So Tucker Craft, fifth, 9.58, athletically great. Uh, just a really solid player at South Dakota State. Uh, yeah, I think, I, I think, uh, I think this is, a, this is going to be another good pick. They can use both of these guys in a really, really fun way. I think that all three of these players will fit right into the system and, and develop over time. And I think they will be great assets for Jordan Love to use. Um, so I'm a fan of all three picks. I think if I had to rank the picks and how much I like them, I think in terms of value, I think Kraft is my favorite pick, but I think Musgrave is going to be the best player out of these three. It's, you know, it's real hard to say he's the first one picked. I think Reed, we'll see how that goes. And the Packers do have a third round issue right now where they've drafted a lot of not good players in the third round. Uh, just to give you a little bit of an overview and a history of the Packers in, in the third round recently, it's been bad. Uh, last season, Sean Ryan, third round offensive lineman out of UCLA. We don't know about that yet. Uh, 2021, third round, Amari Rogers. Nope, not good. Third round, 2020, Josiah DeGuara has shown flashes, has done the right things within the system, I think. Uh, but we still don't know about that. Uh, third round, 2019, Jay Sternberger, bust. Third round, 2018, Oren Burks, bust. 2017, third round, Montrevious Adams, bust. Third round, 2016, Kyler Fackerel had one good one season where you're like, oh, he exists. Okay, bust. 2015, third round, Ty Montgomery showed flashes in that one season. Other than that, though, nope. Uh, third round, 2014, Kyrie Thornton, nope. Richard Rogers flashes, but not much. Uh, third round, they had a couple years without it. 2011, Alex Green, nope. Morgan Burnett, 2010, it's probably the last one that you go back to and you're like, okay, he was a good, good player the Packers. Morgan Burnett, 2010, the last third-round pick that you say that. Because before that, you know, they did have uh, Jermichael Finley in the third round in 08, James Jones in the third round in 07. Uh, so they had a couple here and there, but uh, hopefully Tucker Craft is the guy who breaks that little streak of third-round picks that have been brutal for the Packers. Um, and hopefully it happens. But tomorrow, tomorrow, I will do another one of these tomorrow after the Packers draft. And maybe I'll do a thing maybe discussing the entire draft. I don't know if I really want to do that, though. I don't want to move on to different stuff. I'm not an expert. I don't know, whatever. Uh, but the Packers, I'm sure they'll make a couple of trades. I don't think they'll make all these picks, but they're set to be very busy tomorrow. Uh, it starts with the 116th pick in the fourth round. Then they have two in the fifth, 149 and 159. They have two in the sixth, 179 and 207. And they have four in the seventh round, 232, 235, 242, and 256. They added both 159 and 179 in trades tonight. They added 207 in the Rodgers trade. Uh, they added 235 uh, from the Lions via the Rams. They added 242 from Jacksonville, and 256 is a compensatory pick. So the Packers right there, that's nine picks set tomorrow. I'm going to say they make seven picks tomorrow, but – We'll see. A lot of good players still to be had. A lot of guys you can get something from still to be had. 
And the Packers, from a special teams perspective, are going to be really, really looking sharp. They've added a lot to that unit over the last couple of years. Obviously, Basachi is a terrific special teams coach, and uh, Jaden Reed's going to be a guy that you can look to possibly return in some spots as well with Keyshawn Nixon. So uh, very excited with the way that the Packers drafted in day two. Um, tomorrow is going to be a big day for finding some middle-round middle, middle, of the, uh, middle round offensive linemen. They need to find a safety somewhere. There's not very many safeties left, if any, that fit their athletic profile. Uh, the Lions took Brian Branch with the pick, the trade to the Packers. He didn't fit the profile, so I don't know why people were so worried about that. Sidney Brown out of Illinois would have certainly fit the profile, but they didn't have a chance. I think they would have considered that. He went at 66 to the Eagles, so 12 picks before the Packers could have had the chance. They might have considered that, but uh, they got to find some secondary help. Uh, they got to get some middle-round offensive linemen. I think a running back could be had, maybe another receiver. Uh, but it should be a fun day tomorrow, nine picks for the Packers. And I'll be back tomorrow night to recap it. And I uh, hope you're enjoying these. And I'll see you next time.